called Meatloaf. It requires audience participation. Repeat after me. I would do anything for love. I would do anything for love, but I won't do unambiguous ballads. I would do anything for love, but... You won't stick a sock in it! But I won't go on a diet. <laughs> I would do anything for love, but... But you won't show any love to your audience by, like, giving up the Portuguese. But I won't be able to better bat out of hell. But I will give to you bat out of hell too. Oh, here's a number two on the stage, mate. Fucking hell. Hello, 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 hello. The theme for this instalment of the Dukey Radio Show is Speck and Span. With me in the studio to discuss Marsha and Sylvia. Hello. Yeah, what up, people? Hello, Dukey listeners. Dukey. Yes. The thing about this week is things that are new and or very clean. Who, which have somehow come in for... Not so good things. Yes. That doesn't make any sense at all, but you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean, because the actual title for the show is based on two incidents which have happened in between the last Dookie radio show and this one. Yes, but Dookie, we, yes. Marcia and myself also have a third one to add. Ooh. A third one, which you yourself, our dear Dookie, is responsible for. Right, yes. I genuinely have you no genuinely idea have no what idea, you're on do about. You, okay, so let's let's do the other two, and, and then Marcia and I will divulge. A few we weeks ago. curiosity. Right. Well, I'm decidedly curious. Okay, so that's good. A few weeks ago, I had my Volvo valeted, cleaned in a way that required... The types of tools which they probably only use in the aircraft industry. Dookie, I don't know what you'd done to that thing, although um, I'm lying because I kind of do know what you did to it. You put, didn't you put a whole lot of plant life in the back of your car? There is a reason why the car was valeted. I did a spot of gardening involving the removal of a great deal of plant life, vines and weeds and things of the like. And I took all the gardening debris, lobbed it into my Volvo and delivered it to the nearest tip. And there's some things which are really, really, really difficult to shift with standard home tools and appliances. And yes, spiders had taken up residence in the car. Dookie, I have never actually seen spider webs growing in a car. Not growing, but you know what I mean. I have never actually seen a car full of spider webs. It, you know what your car looked like? 
Day of the Triffids. Well, no, it looks. A scene in- from Arachnophobia. N- well, Julian Sands going, oh, What yes. the fuck is wrong with this Volvo? But more literary. Right. Do you know Miss Havisham? Which isn't a good name for me. Miss Havisham. Tell me more. Well, she's in Great Expectations, and she's the lady who was jilted at the altar when she was a young woman. And she spends the next however many, 20, 30 years wearing nothing but her wedding dress, sitting next to her in her dining room, next to her wedding cake. So you can imagine in 20 or 30 years time how covered that would become with spider webs and dust. Absolutely, yes. So that's the whole thing about Miss Havisham and... Your car, that's what you look like. You look like your your car had been jilted at the altar by another car, and it was just going to sit and gather cobwebs in its grief and despair. And also, to be fair, prior to going to the local tip, you know, the car had experienced a number of tours in which the, the cleaning that had you know taken place was done to a basic, just about hygienic level. So... As a treat and a, as a way of getting rid of those nasty signs of arachnid presence, I had the car valeted. It was a local place and for 20 or so pounds, a number of Eastern European people with muscles that I simply would not be able to achieve myself, they went to town on the Swedish car. 20 pounds? Car. Yes. What is that in dollars? About thirty-three dollars or so. Gosh, what? Wow, that's for that. You know, they should repaint it for you. True, because of the way my car is, I can't go to a normal car wash. I've got a rooftop box for storage when we're on tour, and most car wash facilities uh, aren't able to uh, do their business. Still, God. Anyway, the car came out. It was sparkly. It was a thing of beauty. That Volvo hasn't looked that beautiful since it left the factory in Sweden in 1995. And I have to say, I was really proud of it. Yeah, you were proud enough that you got me and Silva over to look at it. Yes. This is true, Dookie. It was almost like you'd had a baby. Like we had to come over for a viewing. Well, that Volvo is my baby. It was very sparkling. The only problem I had was the smell. It did have a very... New car smell. A fake new car smell. No, it wasn't new car smell. Okay, it smelled of toilet duck and some kind of dodgy 1990s male fragrance. Yeah, it it was like lavender toilet duck. It was like, it was like, yeah, nothing you ever smelled before in your life. In fact, the stench that the car valentine had left featured... On the last Dookie radio show in the segment, What Smells in Dookie's so it did. Car. Yes. I, I think I compared it to Toilet Duck and Little Tree New Car Scent. But the car was looking beautiful. It was smelling beautiful. But the next day, something very horrible happened. Dookie, it was a damn shame. Something damn really, shame. really nasty took Dookie, place to my car. It was a terrible thing. It took and place on the car. The thing was is that I actually discovered it because I was actually walking, happened to be walking by your car on my way to the store. Hmm. And I felt the need to tell you. Yes. 
Dookie, that bird must have had it bad in the bowels. That bird had the squitters and decided to decorate the bonnet and rooftop of my beautiful Swedish steel chariot. Yeah, the bad thing was is that Sylv was actually more worried about the bird than she was with your car. Yes, but it actually sprayed all three cars, because your car is parked between two others, isn't it? Yes. And you have a van next to yours. Yes. That van was covered. I mean, Dookie, that, that bird either had it in for you, or it had such a terrible, terrible curry the night before. The wow! I mean, how how thick must have that bird felt? That van looked so nasty afterwards that Pete, the person who owns the van that's next to me, probably had to phone up uh, the DVLA to officially change the colour as it's registered on their system from white, because it is a white vein, to shit coloured. Well, you couldn't even see out your windshield, could you? No, oh my word, a lot of poop. Oh, and Dookie, I feel so bad for that bird. I don't think that bird's still with us, and not due to me. That oh, The fact that that bird thing. was, for the most part, that was 80% diarrhoea and 20% guts. Oh, Dookie, I know. He, you know, he was must have felt like his intestines were falling out. Do birds have intestines? They must do, surely. They must they do, yes. They, they would have Whatever a digestive, digestive system is. He must have felt like he was losing that along with his lungs. It's just, I wonder whether or not the bird was flying around our particular corner of London and just thought, oh, yes, yes, that car looks newly valeted. Let me spray some diarrhea on that bad boy. Oh, white man, Maine and Ford, you're going to get some of my love as well. Dookie, here's a question for you. Mm. As a vegetarian, doesn't yes. that kind of chap your hide? What, the fact that this bird... Yeah, because I know that you go out of your way not to eat, like, chicken and stuff like that. So, you know, doesn't it kind of chap your hide that the animals kind of <laughs> appreciate that? Well, your argument being that I do not eat things with faces. Yeah. Yet something with a face that I choose not to eat has defecated all over my motor Yeah, car. I'm thinking if I went out of my way not to eat burgers, right? Mm. And all of a sudden, I don't know why I would be... A cow attacked you. Yeah, I'm in the field and some, you know, a cow decides to take great big crappy manure dump all over my new shoes. I'm going to feel personally affronted by that, right? Because I'm going to say to them, listen, I'm trying really not hard not to eat your kind. You know, I'm trying here. It's like when you're trying to be nice to someone and they're just being rude to you. Mm. It's like, you know, I, you know, I'm making a sacrifice, right? Mm. And, you know, and then they're going and literally shitting on you. You know, it's like when you do a friend a favor and then they like insult you or something. Yes. Now you feel a little, doesn't it chap your hide? It chaps your hide. Didn't it make you want to, because we got a McDonald's up the street from us. Didn't it make you want to just go up there and order a chicken burger? Or a, a McPigeon burger. Yeah, is that, didn't it? No. It did, didn't it? No, but it made me not want to have my car valeted ever again. Yeah, 30 pounds, my jeez. My car, no, 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 20 pounds, about $33 US. That's uh, 20. Um, excuse okay. me, what is that Still. in Canada? I think the... U.S. Canadian dollar rates are on par, or at least they used to what be. What is it in baht? 
a lot of <laughs> six you will, billion you will, but you will have enough money that you you will, you can say that you bought the farm. Oh, that's funny. Oh, do you, dear, I'm do so you love sorry. it when you go to those countries and their and their their money is like a lot higher denomination than yes. the money that you're spending. So you know, like you have five pounds and it translates into like six zillion slotneys. Absolutely, and you you're would like, be oh my god, I'm a like a zillionaire, but it's actually only like three pounds. You'd still be able to buy a farm in rural Thailand for the the amount that okay. the, the you know the, the valeting um, cost me, but. For years and years and years, through the good times of that car, through the dusty times with that car, through rainstorms, snowstorms, those brief moments when I've given the windscreen a once-over, sometimes even a twice-over, the car's been fine. Birds have flown over it, no trouble at all. The next day after the valeting took place, it was a shitarama. It's kind of like when you put your nice, new, clean, white panties on and, oops, your lady times occur. Unexpectedly. Kind of like that. Oh. I Don't you know when your lady times are coming? Yeah, well, you know, I usually have a general idea, but, you know, don't you ever get caught out with a surprise? Yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah, occasionally, yeah. I mean... You know, I'm like a German train schedule, but, you know. If you're like a German train schedule, presumably you keep the white smalls to to the side for a while. Well, you have to have your particular period pants. Right, fair enough, yes. Particular period pants. Yes. Marcia. Oh, yeah, you got yeah, you got to have your that time of the month. It's, it's yeah. functional knicker time. Uh, it's functional panty time, yeah. Here's a question. Have either of you actually gone shopping particularly for those kinds of knickers, or are these merely knickers that have, shall we say, been relegated to the retirement bin? Well, here, uh, or Marcia, drawer? you can see Marcia and I looking at each other here. Well, minor, you know, the ones that are getting a, a, a little tattered. Right. What, I don't know about Martha. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I don't, I can't imagine any woman going out to to buy particular, you know, it's like going out to, like you're going to do some painting around the house. It's like going out to buy particular painting clothes. Like, I can't imagine doing that. You know, you would just find your most revolting t-shirt and sweatpants, right? But so, dungarees. Well, yeah, true, but, you know, unless you're a professional, and I can't imagine any woman having their period professionally. Here's a question, though. Yeah. Do white knickers, white lacy knickers that were bought with appearance and texture in mind... Yeah. Do they ever make it to the functional category, if you well, know what I mean? I... You know, my my panties are strictly functional anyway. I mean, I, I, do I look like a lace gal to you? I mean, no, I don't. But, Sylv, you might. Well, do they ever? Yes, they do sometimes if they're starting to get tattered, but they're still really comfortable. Because comfort is paramount. Right. So I might have had a really nice pair of panties that I really liked, but they're starting to get a little, like you wouldn't wear them on a date. And then, yes, then they would go into the period pile. So there's the functional period pile. Yes. And then there's the aesthetically pleasing, good to the skin pile. Absolutely. Anything in between, or are they in those two categories? There's some in between, I guess, because you have the ones that are, oh, you know, they look nice, but they're not very comfortable. They make your, your bum feel bigger than it is. Right. 
And and you know what there is now though there are the new pair of panties that actually has a sanitary pad sewn in built in and they're washable. My word! This is my discovery this week, and to me it was like ah, it was like Nirvana. It's like the Knicker version of Wash and Go shampoo. It, yeah, absolutely! Isn't that fabulous? Because I really worry about the environment, and I'm not really good with the, you know, well, let's just say. I struggle with using certain products that don't harm the environment, like moon cups and things like that. So I would really be interested in a pair of washable period panties. Yeah, I don't care, you know. Why are we talking about this? Dookie, you know what? You're very good about this because you don't get like, you know, a lot of men, they get a little awkward or, you know, they get a little squeamish. Yes. But you have a natural curiosity about it that's that's admirable. It's odd. I I didn't have sisters when I was growing up. Well, I, I did at school, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But um, I, I, you know, my siblings were of the male variety, yet... My female friends were always very comfortable to discuss such things from quite an early age. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I respect that. The shedding of the uterine lining isn't something that scares me, nor should it be something that uh, should be relegated to the do not discuss Yeah, I just hope nobody's eating their strawberry jam on toast this morning. You know what I mean? Strawberry jam and white toast. I'm thinking people might be putting it down if they're listening to this. Would you like some tomato sauce with your McPigeon burger? Well, yeah. So anyway, so there was the car, and then there's something else that, that ended up in a bad way. I was having some glasses reglazed. They're looking good. Thank you. Thank you. And... I went through a company who online have a very, very good reputation, and it was supposed to be a 48-hour turnaround. Three weeks later, they were located. Apparently, a box had been damaged in transit. The company concern wanted me to provide photos, which I actually had. And a description of the containers they were in. I even had photos of the containers they were in. As well as tracking details, I kept the lot. And in, it involved daily phone calls. The glasses being reglazed were some vintage NHS specs. I was having one of them fitted with tinted glasses, which is something which I'm into at the get, moment yeah, for my live s- look. Nobody knows what NHS specs are unless you're born and raised in this country. Or an Anglophile. Yeah, no, nobody knows what that is. I mean, I only knew because you explained it to me when you got your new eyewear there. But So what people need to know is that you used to be able to get your glasses. I don't know whether you still can or not. See, this is, this is fascinating to me. You could get your glasses through the National Health Service, Until right? the 1980s, I think roughly 1984 right. or 1985. You could not only get your glasses, you could get your frames. But now they're now they're trendy. Yes. So because Morrissey kind of made them big, like, oh, they're really geeky and they're not supposed to be very attractive. But he wore them, like, ironically, and, and they got kind of trendy. And now they're even trendier, right? I don't think he wore them ironically. I think that's oh. what he had. Genuinely. Oh, all right. Genuinely. Okay. okay. Um, and Graham Coxon... 
Jarvis Cocker also flirted with them. And of course, one of the most famous NHS National Health Service frames wearers, John Lennon. The ah, wire that- frames were in NHS. Oh, I didn't and know. And even later in life, the the glasses which he wore, uh, which are the indeed the same variety that I am sporting at this very moment, uh, were NHS. So, so a man that became a millionaire many, many times over was still loyal to his NHS spec frames. They are very, very smart-looking frames, actually. The equivalent would be, like, if I had braces and I stopped wearing them functionally and started wearing them ironically and trendily. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, because us Americans, we don't have that I know of any equivalent of that. No. But that might just be me being hopelessly middle class, and I don't know. With Morrissey, certainly in the 80s, and he is quite myopic. Yes. In the 1980s, the, the only glasses that he would have been able to afford would have been through the NHS. These types of glasses were no longer being manufactured from about 1984, 1985 onwards which is around the time the Smiths got popular, around the time that Moz was actually getting some money coming in. I think. So I think what ended up happening was um, suddenly it became an issue of scarcity, something which was difficult to get. Yes. Made them seem all that more appealing. Yes, scarcity does really persuade people to go out and buy things. So, Can yes. we talk about... Wait a minute. Can we talk about my fear of NHS dentists? Hit me. Well, is that a terrible thing? Because I... I We'll never go to an NHS dentist. You just go private. Well, the first couple of years that I lived here, I would only go to the dentist when I went back to the States. Right. Right. So every time I went back to see my family or whatever, I would also have a dentist appointment, right? Right. And then that stopped kind of being practical. So I thought at some point I'm going to have to go to the dentist over here. But is that bad? Because I think that to me as an American, I've got a bad feeling about British dentists. So, yeah, I, I only go private because and it, I knew this woman who had this really bad crown done by an NHS dentist and, and it came off and she accidentally swallowed it. Right. And I was like, oh, God, oh, you know, that, shit. The, yeah, well, yeah, she said what I'm going to do. She said what my mom wants me to do is put poop into a strainer and I'm just going to fish it out and put it back because otherwise it's too expensive to get another one. Nice. Ooh, that's that's. Not pretty. It'll give it'll give the crown a a new lease on life, a new sheen. So do well. uh, uh, Ooh, but Dookie. So what? What's your? uh, You're scared of the dentist. Yes. Okay. So what's your stance on NHS versus private? I've had good NHS experiences and bad ones here. Uh, Okay. It really depends on the practice. It's a bit like GPs, to be fair. You, okay. you could find one that you bond with in which the waiting times are fair or it can be really rife with disaster. It's luck of the draw. But as a whole, I'm a very big fan of the NHS okay. and long may it reign supreme. So what happened with your glasses then? Did, it, did a bird come along and crap on him? No, but the fact of the matter is I thought that I'd be able to with my new specs, be able to drive around in my Volvo feeling and looking great. And in reality, I really 
had to squint in order to see the huge amounts of bird poop that were sprayed all over my car. Yes, but I had to you... wait three weeks. The glasses finally came after a ridiculous number of phone calls and emails. And uh, yes, um, well, anyway, spec for spectacles, sp- span as in spick and span related to my car. Dookie, spec and span. Yes. The thing is, though, is that Marty and I have now seen your new glasses because I believe that you they arrived this week. Yes. But yesterday when we saw you, you were wearing your old glasses, were you not? Correct. Which are not as hip and wonderful as these are. No. I mean, you're a very attractive man, so you look good in anything. That's very kind. These, where are we going with These this? ones are really good on you. Oh, I have a feeling I know but where But you, you had reverted back to your old ones. Yes. And Dookie, if you remember, I asked you why. I was wearing them for a special occasion. Yes. So, Dookie, that special occasion, I do believe you said that you had been having a glut of orange is the new black. Yes. And you did indeed say to me, I'm wearing them because these are the same glasses that Alex wears. The character Alex on the show, Orange is the New Black. Bless your little heart. Wears uh, a pair of black framed specs, very similar to my old pair. Bless your dear little heart. And as a way of getting into the headspace that those poor women... Um, are wow. having to contend with. I, I wanted to wow. wear the that is same glasses. and I think that we should guess who your favorite character is on that. Yes, are you? It, yeah, it, it so isn't Alex. I'm guessing that it's not Piper. Yeah, I thought Alex might be too obviously obvious, and Piper ain't your kind of gal. No. No, because you don't like him prissy, do you, Dookie? No. You like your women a little badly behaved, a little grumpy occasionally, don't you? Which could be Alex, but Alex yeah. isn't my favorite okay, character, so... no. Okay, so... Huh. I don't know the show well enough. So I'm thinking it's probably not... But I do know it's not the red-haired uh, Eastern European lady. No. Okay. Uh, is it the white girl with the big perm? With the big perm? The- yeah. The like she's gingerish kinda, hair. Yeah. Nikki. Yeah, Nikki, yeah. I really do like Nikki. Yeah, okay. Nikki is brilliant. Right. And I find her aesthetically pleasing. I like her character. Oh, really? And also in, okay. in, in interviews, she's come across very, very well. She's a, a former... Uh, I can't talk. She's a former child model, in fact. Really? Okay. Uh, but she's not your favourite? No. Okay, then we got to go down the obvious route and say it's got to be Crazy Eyes. It's Crazy Eyes, yes. Okay, all right. I think she's fabulous. She's getting a little pantomime, don't you think? The most recent series of this show, Orange is a New Black, it returned to Netflix on the 12th of June. Yeah, there are other shows. There are other shows. Yeah. There are other shows on Netflix. Yeah. I'm four episodes in now. I'm trying to... Are you rationing? Yes. Yeah, you got to ration. Because it's very easy to binge watch yourself. Don't get ahead of where I yourself. am, otherwise I'll be peed off with you. But yeah, I've had gigs to do, I've had rehearsals to All do, right. I have a life. Okay. It doesn't mean that uh, it's still yeah, not enticing. Yeah, I got too, but you know, I'm watching you know, two episodes at a time too, so we should probably just get together and watch it together. Why not? All right, we'll do that this week. I'm... I have to be honest, I, 
I was very excited that the show was was coming back. Yeah, me too. It is a show with flaws. It's by no yeah. means the yeah. new Breaking Bad in terms of quality, but there's something about it which is still watchable and yeah, it's entertaining. It, it's, yes, yeah. And I was really was looking forward to Crazy Eyes. She has become a parody of herself at least into the third episode and it all feels a little overwrought the perhaps the show is going to pick up its stride yeah um, but there's less piper so i like that there's less sorry there's less piper as a whole yes a bit you know less for me you know because i don't think she's that great but yeah the show really isn't about her although If you look at all the publicity materials, you, you think it would be. I think that's a shame because I think the other characters are better. I agree. Uh, and thankfully, at least thus far, your man from American Pie, uh, Jason Bix, he's yeah, yet to make like an him. appearance as yeah, well. Like so him. that is a bonus. But I thought as an interview a whole, with him and he wasn't very nice. Did you... Oh, when he was on uh, Chelsea Handler's show. Yes, he wasn't very nice. Chelsea Lately. I didn't uh, like him. But this time last year. Yes, I'm very sorry, he but I didn't He did seem like a touch smug. Maybe he appears yes. to be quite matey with Chelsea. They know each other. And perhaps some stuff that was inside jokery made him look like a todger. Yes. Or maybe he's just a todger maybe and they just very, know each other. I like the word todger. Dookie, we yes. have something to talk about that's the third thing about having something that's very clean and then all of a sudden it's very not clean. Yes. So, Dookie, this last, the week before, it doesn't matter when it was, I had a document to read. Bear with me, this is going somewhere, right? Mm. And it was a very long, very boring document that I had to read for work. Now, what do you do when you have something really, really, really boring and tedious to do? If I have a lot of stuff that I need to do, my abode suddenly really, really, really needs to look spick and span. And I I start digging out the marigolds. I find cleaning products which haven't even been invented yet to tackle the muck the dirt, the grime. Yeah, well, I was really grateful that she had this document to read because, you know, I didn't want to have to clean the bathroom, but it, it didn't need cleaning. So where do I find her? I find her down on her hands and knees with an old toothbrush scrubbing the grouting, right? Right. Dookie, you're right, Martha. I was. I was down on my hands and knees. All of a sudden, the grouting had to be scrubbed within an inch of its life. I scrubbed that bathroom like you have no idea. What was the document? Oh, Dookie, it was so boring. I can barely even remember. Right. And then I, I went, because it was for a meeting, it's really boring. And then I showed up to the meeting because I thought everybody was going to have read this document and like memorized every word of it and nobody else had read it. So I just ended up looking like that little geeky girl like who had really done her homework. And everybody was just looking at me like, oh, my God, do you not have a life? So anyway, I did read it in the end, but our our bathroom was sparkling. I mean, it was a military spec, right? And then Dookie came over. Oh, yeah, he came over. He came over uh, after a few too many. What do you call those things? What do you call Newcastle Black? Newkey Browns. Newcastle Browns. Newkey. 
What is that? Is a, that like a beer? A brown ale. Oh, an ale. Mm. Dookie, the Newcastle Brown didn't really agree with you, did it? It was really the mixture of the Newkey Brown with the double digits worth of Jägermeister. I had done a gig with Ben Wood, who was featured on the Dukey radio show a number of months ago. And because it was a rare moment where I did not have to drive any gear from any venue to any house or Justify. from any storage unit. And um, Ben and is a very generous person and he was very, very generous with um, ensuring that my hand was not empty at any time. And then you and Ben decided to come back to ours. Yes. Because we thought carrying on the drinking might be a good idea. Yes. Yeah, and I'd not, I'd never had an Jaeger before, so we were kind of doing a few of them. And I went to bed, and I got up the next morning, and I thought, I just need to brush my teeth. And I entered my bathroom, and it was filled with dookie Newcastle brown vomit. I am so sorry. I did And all I over did my clean crowding, it. And I also thought I need some cotton to take off last night's makeup because I'm a bit of a slut and I don't take off my makeup all the time when I go to bed. And there was... How Courtney love of you. Yeah, aren't I just? I'm so rock and roll. So, and there was vomit all over my bag of cotton too. So I couldn't brush my teeth and I couldn't take off my makeup. And Dookie, we love you for it. And it also clogged up our sink. So... That was a case of our bathroom is no longer military spec. I mean, we, you know, you cleaned it up and then we had a clean. But I feel like it's not military spec anymore. I feel like if this was full metal jacket and that sergeant came over to inspect our bathroom, I feel like he might not be very happy. A reach around would not be tolerated. No, there was no reaching around that night. But I'm glad you didn't do it on the rug. Yeah, and Ben wasn't feeling too bad himself, was he? No. 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 So, you know, party. Drink responsibly, people. Yeah, d- drink responsibly and... I am such a lightweight because yeah, because I've been designated driver yeah. for the last two years in my musical career. My tolerance levels have just plummeted to that of a 12-year-old... Let's just put it like this. Mm. Our bathroom is your Volvo. And you are the pigeon to our bathroom. Oh, dear. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I've got my glasses on and uh, I'll make it speck and span. Because I didn't hear overhear this firsthand. This is uh, actually an overheard from our dear Sylph. So, Sylph, you want to say what? uh, She's very kindly given this to me. So, yes. So, it. I was working with a group of people this week 
who were all very, very, very concerned with food. And in fact, it was very difficult to get them to talk about anything else. They were very lovely people. And they really, really wanted to talk about food. And they were all eating salads at lunchtime. So it was when they were eating their salads that I overheard this particular quote. And it made me laugh because I thought it was so weird. Yeah, so what Sylvie overheard one of these people say was, uh... Mustard has ruined my life. I ain't oversharing nothing, but I'm thinking of freezing me eggs now, isn't I? Yeah, boy! Yeah, uh, I think I might have got whiplash in the posh pit. Oh, it really is so high octane, isn't it, this posh pit? No! Welcome to Posh Pit, a segment in which we celebrate, pontificate, and do things with Kate regarding the posh and sometimes gauche. This week's soundbite was heard at a recent gig I was attending. A local London support band were blasting out their last tune at the time, which had a chorus section that was sung with R's and oohs rather than lyrics. You know the type of thing. You see, I've even been involved with tunes featuring this type of approach to the chorus melody. For instance, Ben Wood and the Bad Ideas 1930s gem. As well as the track Denny's Song by Top Buzzer. So it's that type of thing. And there I am at a Camden Town music venue with a band in front of me doing powerful oohs and ahs in their final epic chorus when something unexpected happens. A person unfamiliar to me taps me on the arm and says in a decidedly posh voice... I really hate songs like this, you know, with all the oohs and ah business. It makes me want to go up to that band and say, write some lyrics, you lazy cunt. Shut it down! Let's see what slutty Sue is doing in her house. In her house. Let's see what slutty Sue is doing in her house. In her house. Let's see what slutty Sue is doing in her house. In her house. Are you done with those mugs? To a mere pedestrian or uninitiated local, Penge may appear to be an unremarkable suburb of London. Neither city nor country, neither posh nor destitute. But in this quiet enclave in the southeastern quarter of our nation's capital, 
is an Art Deco semi-detached house owned and occupied by a North American transplant to Blighty named Slutty Sue. She likes to clean. I popped into Slutty Sue's pristine abode and asked, Slutty Sue, what have you been up to? Yesterday I decided to drop all the cleaning in the house and go out. I went on the anti-austerity marches. And all the police were walking around with their hands on their big truncheons. Dirty. Facebook. Click on your mouse to our Facebook page. Easy to find, it will not take an age. Facebook www.facebook.com forward slash the Dukey Radio Show, the Dukey Radio Show. The thin white Dukey is right. Click your way to the Dukey Radio Show Facebook page www.facebook.com forward slash The Dukey Radio Show The Dukey Radio Show The Dukey Radio Show Well, that's your lot Deep car cleansing leading to ornithological discussions and making a spectacle of spectacle orders via the seldom-covered topic of Lady Blood Knickers. You've been listening to Spec and Spam. My name is Dukey and I've been your host. May the worst of tomorrow be the best of yesterday. Now I need to go and uh, <coughs> pop my weasel. Thanks for listening. Half a pound of tuppenny rice, half a pound of treacle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. Why do you be-